and welcome to Care for Design. I'm your host, Liz Young, and this is my fourth episode. Thank you so much. Enjoy. Thank you so much for tuning in today. It's been almost two months since my last podcast episode. A lot has happened in the last two months that have affected my life and the world around me. So what I've been doing is I've been observing and I've been learning and that's caused me to reflect. Reflect on why I started this podcast in the first place. For me, the goal for this podcast is to help others. And what happens when you help others is you end up gaining more knowledge and understanding about the world around you. The theme for today's podcast is how to satisfy your hunger for your dream job. And when I say dream job, it's not just a job that you've really wanted. It's a job that you are hungry for. You've desired it so much that you actually dream about it at night. And you wake up and you think, what else can I do to earn and deserve this job? Who else can I reach out to to help? Well, I'm here to help. Are you hungry for that job? If your answer is yes, then please continue to listen. So I wanna make this a little bit more sticky and a little bit more fun. Ask yourself, what's your favorite place to eat? Think of the restaurant as the place you want to work. And then think about what's your favorite meal at this restaurant? Think of this meal as the job you have set your eyes on, the job that you're hungry for, your dream job. What is your dream job? I'm here to give you the three steps to earning your reservation. And by reservation, I mean your interview. As I've said before, three is my absolute favorite number. So the three steps beginning with one. And step one is getting ready. You wanna put your favorite outfit on. You know yourself better than anyone else does. So why not be presentable? Put your best self forward and embrace your own diversity. That is step one. It sounds easy, but it's taken you X amount of years to figure out and be confident in who you are. Step two, you're gonna wanna fill your wallet with cash. And by cash, I mean your portfolio, your resume, and LinkedIn. I truly believe the first step you should focus most of your time on is your portfolio. You wanna present your superpowers in a very attractive way. You want someone coming in, observing your portfolio and saying, wow, I really need to talk to this person. I want them on my team. I wanna work with them every single day. And to be honest, you should really limit yourself to three case studies. I've seen a lot of portfolios with multiple case studies, and I believe if they trimmed their case studies down to about three, you'd be able to have a better focus on nailing what your process is. And most likely, the first person to look at your portfolio is a recruiter. And recruiters typically spend only a few minutes looking through your portfolio and your resume. You really wanna make that great first impression. And essentially, even though your portfolio has those three case studies, and your portfolio is an example, an artifact of your abilities and skills. So you wanna make sure that they can easily navigate throughout your portfolio. Next is your resume. 
Something you definitely want to keep in mind is that a lot of companies use ATS, Applicant Tracking Systems, which basically means that it's a computer system that looks at the job description in your resume that determines how qualified you are for this job based on the words that you use on your resume. So it's really important to tailor your resume to the job description. And what I mean is literally copy and paste the job description to a Word document, highlight all of the key words and the skills that are required for this job and use those key words and skills in your resume word for word. Be very, very aware that your resume may go through a computer system rather than a set of human eyes before it gets passed on to the hiring manager. And with that information, you're putting yourself at a much, much better advantage to getting seen by human eyes. So first, focus on your resume. Always update your resume based on the job that you are applying to. So I'm gonna give you a pretty good detail of what your resume should look like and hopefully this helps. So you're definitely gonna to wanna to have your first and last name at the top of your resume in the largest font size. You're going to also want to include your phone number, email address, and a link to your portfolio. And if you have a really strong LinkedIn, definitely wanna add a link to your LinkedIn page. And next, you're gonna to wanna to have your current or recent job. And before you add your bullet points, you want to provide a couple sentences about your role and the impact you've made. You'll also want to include where this job is, what city and state, and the time frame you've worked there. So if you're still working there, you want to say April 2017 to current. Now the bullet should represent the projects you've worked on or experiences that are reflected in further detail on your portfolio. I suggest you should have relatively four to six bullet points on your current or most recent job. You really want to focus on that in more detail. And then next, you'll want to include your past jobs with less bullets and less emphasis. Next, you'll want to list your education and degree, professional development, and skills. You can also break down your skills into design, research, leadership, outreach, and the tools you're most proficient in. So that's all of the information that really should be on your resume. I tend to keep my resume to one page, but I've been also advised that depending on your years of experience, two pages is definitely sufficient. And last but not least here on your step two to fill your wallet is your LinkedIn profile. In my opinion, LinkedIn is the best place to network. Build long-term relationships with recruiters build relationships with like-minded professionals, and hiring managers. So don't be shy. Reach out to people. Ask questions. Show interest in what they've been working on. And that will get you to an even better place than you were before. You'll want to make sure that your profile is all up to date as well. You can include a link to your portfolio on your LinkedIn profile, a link to your Dribbble page if you have one, You'll also want to provide a link to your resume, contact info, and have a strong focus on your about section. Really talk about the impact that you've had on your current and previous teams. That will help people understand who you are 
in what you've done in this world to provide impact. Last but not least, of course, is step three. Step three is your reservation. It's your interview. So if you've done a great job by putting on that outfit, putting your best foot forward, filling up your wallet with your portfolio, an awesome resume, and your LinkedIn profile is all-star, then you are ready for your interview. And I'm going to give you some steps that will help you better prepare. Most likely, your first introductory interview will be with the recruiter. And it's really important to just build a relationship with them so that even if you're not the best fit for that role, perhaps there's another role they'll see fit for you and they'll keep you in mind if you leave a great impression. You'll also really want to be confident in what your goal is and why. Why do you want this job? What wasn't great about your previous job that you want to be better in this role? Why did you leave your previous role? Or if you didn't leave, what wasn't working well? You wanna keep these things in mind prior to your interview so you know exactly what to say. You're going to want to explain how you can add value to their team based on your proven abilities. Absolutely do your research to know exactly what their company values are and so that they can align with your values. Once you've nailed that interview with the recruiter, you're most likely going to be speaking to the hiring manager and then the core team. Typically, it's two to three rounds of interviews, depending on the company, of course, but you're going to want to be prepared. This can sometimes take two to three weeks for this whole process. So once you've nailed that interview with the recruiter, they set up a time with the hiring manager, you're going to definitely want to have a presentation deck ready to showcase and highlight the impact you've made on your favorite projects. So of course, PowerPoint or even Keynote would be sufficient, of course. If they ask for a portfolio review, you're going to want to talk through your design process to demonstrate your creative thinking, ability to collaborate and lead projects, and also what your key takeaways and learnings were from those projects. And in some cases, they're going to want you to do a design exercise, either prior or during the interview. This is to gauge how you would think and handle complex issues using data. I just want to leave you with one final thought. Don't get discouraged. I know you're working very hard at this, and it must be hard because this probably isn't your only opportunity that you can take advantage of. There's definitely other opportunities out there, but maybe they're not the right fit. And maybe even your dream job isn't the right fit, but you have this idea in your mind that it is. All I say is don't get discouraged. You're amazing, and yes, there's so much to learn, but you're learning. And every day, you're one step closer to your dream. So I hope you've learned a lot. And I hope that you continue to strive for what you believe to be the best. And use your superpowers and your knowledge and expertise to get yourself there. Feel free to reach out to me anytime if you have any questions or comments. I'd love your feedback. And that concludes my fourth episode. I really hope you feel much more prepared and ready to land that dream job of yours.